Mark McGowan. Good morning, Premier. Good morning, Ian. After uh, coming down here and uh, being in the southwest around Bunbury the last couple of days, uh, good to see that uh, long-term funding commitment for the RAC Southwest Rescue Chopper. That is good news. I mean, we had to use it yesterday after a, a bit of a vehicle crash there near Bailing Up. Well, that's right. It's a very important service. Uh, it was only funded, uh, we learnt, uh, to the middle of next year. So we've extended that funding indefinitely. So that will remain an important service for the people of the southwest and visitors to the southwest. Excellent. Was your government ever really considering not funding it, Premier? Of course not. It's just that you have to. Uh, we only we learnt it was funded to the middle of next year, and then a. Uh, we're working out exactly how to fund it into the future so it's sustainable, and we've done that. And so uh, it was never going to not be funded. It's just um, we had to work out how to do it, and we found an appropriate time to announce it, which was yesterday. All right, excellent, because it stirred up quite a bit of interest down here, people thinking that it wasn't going to be funded, and that was uh, quite concerning to the community in the southwest. Hey, what other funding commitments have you taken on board for the southwest and regional WA as... Uh, the royalties for regions pot seems to have been raided or, or, or hasn't it been raided for uh, other election commitments? Uh, well, when we were in Bunbury yesterday, we announced a whole range of things in particular or continued the announcement of a whole range of things, the Bunbury waterfront, uh, the upgrade to the Australind service, uh, $15 million towards uh, improving the water supply to the southwest. I actually launched yesterday a new bore and treatment facility there at uh, Glen Iris and Ravel and Shore. Uh, clean, healthy water supplies into the future. Um, there's a whole range of things we're doing in the southwest. Over $600 million of capital works over the next four years. So uh, we're very keen to ensure that we have job-creating projects and good infrastructure. You probably wouldn't have had time yesterday, but next time you're in uh, Glen Iris, you're to drop into the farmer's market, mate. It is one of the best <laughs> farmer's markets you'll find anywhere on the planet. It is very, if very I good. I can just say, yeah. that is the best shop I've ever been to. <laughs> it's great, isn't it? Whenever no, I, I, I've never been to a better shop. Whenever I go to Perth, my sister puts in an order and I've got to go there and pick it up and take it with me. Canberra's you know, issue... I offered, sorry? I offered my wife. I said I'd call in there because she loves that place. Yeah. And uh, she, uh, she, she insisted I go to Miami Backhouse, so we got some, I got some pies and uh, sausage rolls <laughs> we did for dinner last night. <laughs> Good on you. Canberra's issue with dual citizenship. Can you believe that? John Alexander's the latest question mark. Uh, it is a bit uh, of a circus over there. I think it's disappointing for people. I think they need to resolve it as quickly as possible. We can't have the whole of the federal parliament uncertain about who is eligible eligible to vote on legislation. It just needs a resolution. It certainly does. I don't know how long it's going to take because they've certainly been kicking the coke can up the street for quite a long time. And for, for people not to understand or know where their parents were born and then ask the question, just absolutely beggars belief. Good to see you and the opposition on the same page with your apology to the LGBTI community the other day. Yes, we've uh, drafted legislation around that just so people understand uh, historically, going back 30 and more years, men were charged and convicted with merely being homosexual or committing a homosexual act. Uh, and so obviously people uh, got criminal records and that impacted their capacity to travel or get jobs or whatever just for being gay. So we, uh, we're going to expunge those convictions. Uh, we announced it last week. That means those convictions will disappear from those people's records. Now, that doesn't expunge where people have committed other sorts of offences, which were in, you know, where which lack consent, but we're consenting relations between 
adults took place, well, we're just going to get rid of that criminal record. Right, and I noticed today too is the last day to get in your uh, yes or no vote for the marriage equality thing. So if you've uh, been thinking about doing that, you better get that in today because it is the last day. Hey, what's the latest in the police pay pursuit? Is there a latest? No, it's still where it was. Uh, we, uh, we have a pretty tight wages policy because that's all we can afford. Uh, and we'd urge the police union to agree to it. Right. Why aren't you going to give in? I mean, police are a fairly important part of uh, in the consideration in this day and age. You've got to admit that. They are very important. Uh, they have great relationship with police officers. So they do a terrific job across the state. And they often are in difficult situations, as we saw on the news the other night. Uh, but we can only afford so much. This is uh, We have a very high level of debt and high level of deficit. Uh, and uh, once we start, um, you know, giving in beyond our wages policy, which still involves a pay rise, our wages policy is $1,000 per year for police and teachers and public servants. Once we give in on that, the wages policy will be gone and that will cost us hundreds of millions, if not billions of dollars extra. Just so you know, we have set the example with politicians, senior public servants and judges. There is a pay freeze. There will be no pay increase for any politician for four years. Uh, and so we've set that example, whereas for public servants, it is a $1,000 a year pay increase. Right. Just before you go, you got a tip for the cup, or you're like me, it does your head in and you can't be bothered? <laughs> I haven't thought about it, and I'll have to have a look. Um, I, I'm... Winks isn't running. No, no, Winks isn't running, no. Winks isn't running, okay, so I've learned that today. No, don't shoot the barman, um, he's, he's out, he's been scratched. Okay, well, I've got the... Uh, I've so got you're the like me, barman. does your head in, you can't be bothered? Uh, I'll watch it, <laughs> but probably just as an interested bystander. All right, Premier Mark McGowan, always good to chat with you, mate. Talk to you later. Thanks very much, Ed. <laughs> as they say, the race that stops the nation, and it will as it always does today, it's the running of the Melbourne Cup at Flemington, and uh, I've got on the line uh, the eminent man of the turf, Darren McCauley. G'day, mate, how are you? Hi, Blackers. Good morning to you. Happy Melbourne Cup Day to you and all of your listeners, of course. It's the day that we all stop at 12 o'clock for, regardless what we're doing, and we tune in, of course, to the race that for 150 years plus has just stopped us in our tracks to take in a horse race over two miles. So a part of our great tradition. It is. First prize, $3.6 million. No wonder they come from all over the place to run in this. Yes, it would take a lot of years for you and I to be earning that type of folding, but <laughs> uh, they do. They've got the money to bring them down from the Northern Hemisphere, from all parts of the world virtually. Of course, the Japanese haven't been here for some years because of the restriction on uh, flying horses down here with quarantine rules, etc. Um, so we don't see them, and they've got some wonderful stayers there in Japan, but we see them come from all across Europe, uh, through this Northern Hemisphere, and uh, run in our famous race. And with 23 runners this afternoon, of course, unfortunately, old Who Shot the Barman uh, ruled out after his fine performance on Saturday there. He had an elevated temperature. They were not really happy with his condition. So we've been left with 23, and of the 23, 11 have come from overseas. Right, yeah. Who Shot the Barman, realistically, did he have a shot at it? Um, probably not. <laughs> he, <laughs> he, was, he was lining up, I think, for about his um, fourth or fifth uh, run in the Melbourne Cup. He's a bit of a crowd favourite, but they've got one less horse to cheer home, I suppose, in the Cup today. Rightio. Now, for a guy like me who couldn't pick a horse in a lineup with a penguin, who should I be going for, you think? Well, I've got to say this as much as I love watching the Melbourne Cup, these internationals just do my head in. 
because they stay at the Werribee quarantine station. They yeah. work there, and unless you're really keeping a close watch on them, we really don't see the majority of them step out until they appear in the mounting yard. Not like the old days when they used to run in the McKinnon Stakes on the Saturday and, and all of the other lead-up races that we grew up with and were very familiar with. We don't get that opportunity anymore. We used to watch Bart Cummings closely to make sure that he had the certain amount of kilometres in the legs of his horses that he used to tell us about to make sure that they had a chance. And, and we watched them very closely. We watched the New Zealanders but, you know, they're almost irrelevant uh, these days. It's all about the international. So it's difficult. It really is. And then you throw the Lloyd Williams factor in, and he's got no less than six runners in the navy blue white armbands going around. Poor Matty Hill, who has to call the cup today, <laughs> as Greg Miles has done in the last few years. Yeah. Spare a thought for the poor bloke at the uh, microphone, will you? Yeah, so you'll have to have someone holding his binoculars. So, oh, look, it's a tough task, because they have to call the caps. You see, you get yeah. the same sets of colours with different caps, and... And then you throw in the Godolphin uh, blue into the mix as well. And, oh, dear, it's a, it's an absolute brain fade. Uh, yeah, well, lots of luck with Melbourne that. Cup. Lots of luck with that. Hey, listen, mate, give us your tips. Well, look, I'm going to go here for Wall of Fire. Craig Williams, uh, the irrepressible Craig Williams, has never won the Melbourne Cup, every other race bar. And he comes out of the Herbert Power, which is a wonderful form race here leading into the Melbourne Cup. I, I really like his run. I, I think that he's got a super chance there. He's at a very backable price. Uh, number 20, he's down uh, near the bottom somewhere uh, of your form guide for the Cup today. I, I think yep. that he can win. I, I think that Almandon, who's up five kilos on last year's victory, Frankie Dettori's had 17 goes to try and win the race and never been able to. But I think the champ has really got a super opportunity here with Almandon, one of the Williams runners in the race. And I think that Red Cardinal's another one here that's trained by Andreas Voller, who uh, produced protectionist to win the Cup a few years ago. And he's got a Cup-winning rider in Kieran McAvoy in grand form in the saddle. I'm going to work around that trio primarily. And uh, then, um, you know, there's been good money for the West Aussie horse, the former West Aussie horse, Boom Time, who won the Caulfield Cup. We'll be cheering for him, no doubt. Uh, Johannes Vermeer is another one that uh, is trained by the great Aidan O'Brien from Ireland. And uh, this was a, a really good run as well, uh, without much luck in the Caulfield Cup. Marmello was a great run in the Caulfield Cup also. Yep. Um, look, you know, I'm, I'm going to go 22-6 and maybe a, a little throw at the stumps for 22 in rekindling. rekindling. Okay, then. Mm. Ruffy. Okay, good on you, mate. Appreciate that. I'm sure you're going to have a very busy day. Have a great time, and I really appreciate the time to chat this morning, mate. Darren McCauley, talk to you later. Have a great day. Good on day. you, Blackers. Thanks, mate, and have a great Melbourne Cup day, and I, I hope you and all of your listeners somehow find the winner of our famous race. <laughs> good on you, mate. Thanks very much. Cheers, buddy. to download. It's 10 the internet. It certainly is. And it was his birthday on Sunday. Happy birthday, old fella. <laughs> 44, mate. Yeah, I'm getting old. Oh, Sad, yeah. isn't it? I hate, I hate you youngsters. <laughs> What's oh, it? you know, it was good. Good day, actually. Um, just had a family round and, you know, I've got this massive deck blackers out the back. It's huge. And I'd spent three days getting the thing ready because I haven't painted it for a little while. Yeah. But it almost killed me, but, you know, it was worth it once you had a couple of drinks on the on the deck celebrating your birthday. Excellent. Good stuff. Mm. What's the app of the week? So I found this app actually last night. It's called Quartz. 
as in you know the rock. Yep. Um, and it's uh, I mean it's a news feed, and I, I, we've talked about these things before. But this, what I love about this one is that it it's essentially acts like a text message that you get, and it's purely just a, a, a simple headline that you, if you click, yeah, tell me more, we'll take you to that that story. So what it does, it grabs all the best news stories from around the world into this one little feed. And the more times you press on something that you like, so let's say, for example, you might ignore politics, but you get onto the sport, it starts to remember that and then tells you more about the sport and stuff and less about the politics. So oh, okay. it's a great little um, thing. What I love about it is it's just so simple. And I know in this day and age when a lot of us are too busy to sort of spend hours trawling through sites, this thing just does all that work for you. So I really like it. It's called Quartz. Excellent. Is it free or do you have to buy it? Absolutely free, mate. Oh, that's, that's, that, four, that's that four-letter word I love, free. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how they do it, but, you know, I, I don't complain. I just, oh, who know, cares how they do it, mate? If it's free, I'm in. <laughs> that's right. So I'll chuck the link up on your uh, homepage at your website, Blackers. All right, mate, appreciate that. Thank you very much. No worries. Now you enjoy the rest of your birthday week, all right? Oh, yeah, month, Franken. We're going to month. Yeah, Mr. Las Vegas himself. All right, mate. I'll talk to you later. Good on you, mate.